0: Greetings and salutations and welcome to Recasted, the only podcast that can serve a stiff drink during Prohibition and get away with it. Hells yeah. Hells yeah. Time keeps marching on and sadly that means we are left with only one gangster movie to recast. But we'll bring back some of our favorite actors and we weren't even bribing them to do it. Yeah, that's right. Nice. With us is the man hiding for income tax invasion. It's Hassa. Don't tell people that. You are hiding from it. And wanting to protect property and citizenry, it's myself, Chris. Citizenry. Citizenry? Citizenry. Yeah, close enough. Uh, For most parts, when we discuss gangster-style movies, perhaps we should have clarified we were doing movies more about businessmen just trying to make their way in the world. (laughs) Except for the Boondock Saints, they were just off their rockers. But eventually, if the police won't get you, the IRS certainly will. So, let's take a step back... And watch The Fall of Al Capone as we attempt to recast The Untouchables.
1: Yes, a very dramatized version of The Fall of Al Capone. Yes. Because let's face it, this, this version of Elliot Ness is a little bit dramatized.
0: It is a fictional Elliot Ness, <laughs> not a real one. <laughs> yeah. So,
1: <laughs> one of the things that really bothered me about this movie, and I remember it bothering me before... I Mm -hmm. like this movie, by the way. Mm -hmm. Um, Is why do they make a point of naming his daughter, and they have a scene where they're trying to decide the name of his son, Mm -hmm. but his
0: wife is just Elliot's wife. I like they didn't even give her a name. No, like I thought it was the first. I was like, oh, it's Nancy, and I was like, why do I have Nancy stuck in my head? And then you sent it, and or then I was looking it up, and it's just like Ness's wife, and I'm like, yeah. I thought they called her a name.
1: (laughs) According to the internet, uh, it is Evelyn Ness or Elizabeth Seaver. But I don't know. Maybe he was married twice.
0: He was, by the way, hold on. Let's see if this is in fun facts. Uh, No, not part of my fun facts. Uh, He was married three times. Oh, well, there you go. Yes. Three different wives.
1: So probably not a great person.
0: No, he died broken as an alcoholic. <laughs> yeah, and most of the Untouchable story was forgotten until they, I think, the last Untouchable guy wrote, like the semi autobiography, which was then turned into a TV show, which yeah. was then turned into a movie.
1: I don't know. I really do like this movie, and like part of it is the fact that like. It's Brian De Palma. He knows how to actually film a good story. Like, a lot of this mm-hmm. movie is shot really well, and it looks beautiful. The music is impeccable. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. But that, that that theme or whatever it is that plays a couple of times in the movie is just really, really good. Yeah. Um, the acting is great. Sean Connery and Kevin Costner are great together. It's very reminiscent of Sean Connery and, and Harrison Ford. Right. Yeah. <laughs> from the last crusade, stuff like that. Like, it's just so well and, done. And, you
0: know, Sean Connery and Nicolas Cage yeah. from The Rock and Sean Connery <laughs> and. Uh, Sean Connery and <laughs> anybody. And anybody. Um, and that kid that played uh, Tom Sawyer and <laughs> The of Gentleman. Yeah. And, um God, what was his name? Tom and Sean Connery <laughs> and, with. Uh, <laughs> why can't <laughs> I think of it? Was Christopher Lambert. Oh, God. I know oh, we can keep going. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I like this movie. I think it's really good. I but as we've discussed many times on this podcast, I am a Kevin Costner fan, and mm-hmm. we've discussed that I am a Sean Connery fan. So unless this movie would be, was it would be absolute trash, I'm gonna like it.
0: <laughs> so. I think we both agree on Kevin or um, Sean Connery, yeah. but Kevin Costner, yeah, okay. okay. There is one thing. I know it's the iconic scene, but the subway. Cool annoyed me the subway scene subway the stairs the, tr- the train oh yeah sorry yeah, the train yeah where it's literally five to ten minutes of him watching this lady struggle with the kid yeah and you're just like seriously if he gone down at the very beginning he would have been up the stairs and done before they even came yes but like i but the, the or she fun- could have also picked the kid up took the kid to the top, he could have brought the whole stroller up and yeah. then there would have been like
1: done. There are, ways of it. there are ways of getting around it. Like,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, but that that shot is
0: actually from something else.
1: That's the, not uh, dust up. boots. It's uh, um, Battleship Potemkin from 1925. Yes. like That's a famous shot that they recreated for this film. Um, mm-hmm. And they've, they've they've mocked it a couple of times. Oh, yeah. um,
0: Naked Gun's done that's, it a bottom. That's bunch. what
1: it was. Naked Gun, yeah. Because like, they had like things like, yeah. like bowling balls and stuff rolling down beside them and things like that. But like I know. It's but it's also like a really tense scene. Like and it's done really well. Like not like the actual shootout part of it. No, I know. Right? It, it, but yes. yeah, watching that woman struggle is hard because you're like somebody help her. Like they're like somebody help her, and then and it's steps like
0: steps over her luggage. I know. It's like screw you. Like, but then I was also like, I'm like this just it. It's one of those things where yeah, it's a tense scene. It just goes too long for me.
1: But it's also very manufactured drama yeah like you know what's going to happen like this baby's going to get involved in the shootout and that's going to be extra drama for the shootout yeah right so it it, for an audience member who knows what's going on when it comes to watching movies because we've watched a lot of movies we have see it coming right and you know what's going to happen and for stuff like that it doesn't really make sense but like this movie was made in what sorry i had it i had it up but i don't have it up anymore this movie came out in '87. Like, people Ooh, weren't as educated as much when it came to like how film. No, like,
0: but it—it's so. one of those things. It's just us looking back on it, going, <laughs> "Yeah, ah, it's not." Yeah, but like, if so, yeah. If someone put this
1: in a movie now, people mm-hmm. would be like, "Come on, help the damn!" Bi-.
0: Like, you would—you'd be better to almost do like the speed thing. Imply there's a kid there. Yeah, and then be like, "Oh no, there's nothing there." Yeah, right cans who just cans good job keanu <laughs> good job <laughs> or you could do keanu, it do you want to do that take again no i'm good or you could do okay. it where he goes he goes out to help and like the husband shows up at the top of the stairs and yeah. like oh honey if yeah. you're early or something like yeah. or sorry i'm late i ran into these mobsters they're right there <laughs> click click <laughs> yeah why did i put my
1: shotgun down <laughs> But, like, also, like, I don't know if this happened or not, but this just seems like a a Kevin Costner thing. But at a movie about a cop in Chicago, he still manages to ride a horse. (laughs) With the Mounties? Hello. I know, but, like, I don't know if that actually happened to Elliot Ness or not, but, like, come on. (laughs) That just screamed, Kevin Costner wanted to ride a horse in this movie. It's probably in
0: his contract. (laughs) Hey, where can we put a horse in this scene? (laughs) There, there's no horse we're in Chicago well can we go to like the border with the Canada well we'll go with the Mounties yeah. they ride horses also like just because it was actually
1: filmed in Chicago
0: yeah
1: right did you when they were driving down some of the streets you are like that's where Joker flipped the truck because <laughs> like that street they drive down to get to the Union's whatever yeah. the station that's where Batman flipped Joker's semi-truck and you're like I was sitting there going it was much better in the dark night <laughs> And again, it, that comes it, from it watching too many movies, right?
0: years ago, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like the one... There's um, a scene in Sydney. And you can tell in Matrix, the, the red woman. Mm-hmm. Remember the that scene where he's walking by those stairs? Yeah. Yeah. We used to walk by those stairs all the time. And you can totally point them out. They're well, in everything.
1: That's one of the problems with living in Vancouver. Yeah. Vancouver is used for so many things. Like, our my daughter Death. Freya has been really watching Sonic 2 for some reason. Yeah. Not Sonic 1, just Sonic 2. It's better. And there's that opening chase scene in Seattle that is just downtown Vancouver. And I'm like, one, you don't make those turns to get to that spot. Yeah. (laughs) And two, they use that turn twice.
0: (laughs) Well, I mean, that's like, um, let's see, Tron Legacy was really... The worst one
1: was Blade Trinity. Oh. Because, like, Blade Trinity, their car chase scene went from downtown to, like... 40 miles away by the E to the tunnel there and then back to our stadium which is another yeah. cross town thing it's like if you know anything about vancouver this is completely wrong <laughs> yeah.
0: I don't even uh, like deadpool had that a little bit yeah you could tell um the one i always remember is happy gilmore like, yeah. Happy Gilmore, you 100%, you're like, oh, that's the PE. Yeah. He's at the mini golf that doesn't exist. Well, there's a small mini golf yeah. there, but there's not that one. Or he's at one of the golf courses out near Chilliwack, I think, is one of the one yeah. shots they always use. Because it's the same mountain shot, right? Yeah. So, okay, yeah. this movie. Do you want some fun facts? Yeah, fun facts. Fun up. facts with Chris. Did you, did you like the movie? Oh, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, no, I enjoyed it. It was good. Was this the first time you'd ever seen it? Hmm first time i've ever seen the whole thing i think i've seen bits and pieces like
1: i'm sure you've seen the um
0: seen the you 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 you, you, they draw a knife you pull a gun yeah they put one of your guys in the hospital you put one of theirs in the morgue yeah that's the chicago way (laughs) i'm irish i'm irish (laughs) but i'm giving a scottish (laughs) accent um no it was good it uh not a movie i'll go back to yeah i'm not i'm not the big gangster movie um it was really well acted. I think it was really well shot. I think it was really well done. It's just the thing, and I think it's great for a remake, is the thing is, like ne- like we said, this was a dramatization of a guy oh, that yeah. did not exist. Like he is just too, mm-hmm. I'm too righteous and no one drinks and uh, everyone, and I have a happy family. I want to see like the down and dirty version of this guy. Yeah,
1: I'd rather see a like a more realistic version of, of how this ...got played out properly. Mm-hmm. I would rather see that as well. So. But we'll talk about that with our changes. Oh. Let's
0: first do Chris's Fun Facts. Chris's Fun Facts. Bam-bam-bam-bam-bam-bam. That facts. was a Chicago typewriter going off. Oh. You know why they call them Chicago typewriters? Because of this. <laughs> well, no, seriously, the era, this era was the reason they called them... No, but it was also they called them because they sounded like typewriters oh, when they went yeah. off. Yeah. Okay, in real life, Mr. Al Capone... Knowing that killing a prohibition agent would only lead to more trouble than he or his outfit could handle, actually had a non-violence order to his men concerning the untouchables. When Capone did repeatedly attempt to buy them off, he never once attempted to kill Elliot Ness or any of his men. So, two of them are (laughs) gone for no reason. (laughs) We killed Sean Connery for no reason.
1: Yeah, but that's actually a good death scene. I like Mm -hmm. that one.
0: Yeah. Uh, Mr. Robert De Niro tracked down Al Capone's original tailors and had them make him some of the identical clothing for this movie Robert De Niro also insisted on wearing the same style of silk underwear that Al Capone wore Even though it would never be seen on camera. The producers knowing De Niro's reputation as a method actor gave in
1: That sounds like something De Niro would actually go do yeah. Like you know what? I'm gonna go find the actual tailors who made Capone's stuff <laughs> Why? I'm Robert De Niro. Cause I'm ro- yeah, because I can't. <laughs>
0: can. So that's De Niro. Let's talk about Mr. Sir Sean Connery. I almost messed that up. Yeah. So he turned up to the shoots in his golf clothes. They did a close open and Sean was dismissed for the day. He came back after a full day of golf, acted for five minutes, then went to go home. Andy Garcia and Charles Martin Smith grabbed him after the scene and said, That was very clever of you. You just got back from golf, turned up for five minutes, and you do your scene and that's it. Connery turned to them and said, this is not my first barbecue. (laughs) I was going to try the Sean Connery voice, but I know I can't do it very well. So, That definitely sounds like something he would do. (laughs) Um, I'm not going to say this actor's name. I'm going to start it off with this. Blank is the voice in the radio broadcast program to which the Ness family was listening to in the living room. Who do you think it is? I don't know. I'll give you two guesses and one hint.
1: Okay, give me the hint first.
0: One of my favorite stand-ups. Oh. Carlin? George Carlin. Seriously? Is the voice of the radio broadcast. I'm going to have to go back and listen to this now. <laughs> so yeah, he's the... When they're listening to that... The radio show, right? Hmm. And lastly, Mr. Bob Hoskins was initially signed on to play Al Capone. But then Brian De Palmas first choice robert de niro became available hoskins was dismissed but still received a six figure paycheck by de palma for being a great standby kind of want that job yeah (laughs) i don't want to be in the movie but i'll be your choice if your first choice i'll be your stand-in oh
1: bob hoskins would have been bob hoskins would have been a good capone yeah well had the same kind of build and everything Mm Mm-hmm. so i did notice um the district attorney is the racist sheriff from "Live and Let Die."
0: Live and let die. <laughs> uh, what's his name?
1: Clifton Jones, James Clifton yeah. James. Yeah, he's also uncredited for some. There are a lot of uncredited people in this movie. Yeah, um, including John Borrowman. John Barrowman. He apparently is a street person in this movie.
0: Just <laughs> a street person.
1: That's what it says. Street person, uncredited. Yeah. Now I have to watch this movie again to hear George <laughs> Carlin and see if I can find Don in somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Maybe one day. Not today. Not uh, um so how are you changing The Untouchables by Brian
0: De Palma? <sighs> by Brian De Palma. Um De Palma. Ness has to be way more of a dick, a sp- no a flawed person he can't be the
1: perfect (laughs) he's not superman
0: he's not superman
1: though the man did grow up to be superman's dad
0: one of them yeah
1: a fairly good superman
0: dad yeah though (laughs) died the stupidest death anyone will ever yeah freaking talk about oh no stay there clark let me die this is bullshit i can move faster than anyone can see (laughs) so why not send your son out I don't care. No, you've started this. You're you're on this path. No, no, I get it. Send your you son out. Argument. And then just be like, "Oh, it's a miracle he survived." Someone be like, "Well, a car fell on him. It's a miracle." <laughs> and just walk away. Yeah. Cuz the thing is like you don't even have to come back to the underpass.
1: Just disappear into the mm-hmm. <laughs> into the tornado and be like, "Oh yeah, I just found something and it didn't pick me up.
0: I hit under the car. It took the car but not me." Yeah. So weird. <laughs> and now my dad's alive, so this is easy. Yeah. Now I got two dads who are dead. Oh. <laughs> two Aww. dead dads. Russell Crowe. <laughs> that sounds like a bad nineties comedy. Two dead dads. <laughs> <laughs> and then I just had ghost dads yeah, suck I in my know. head and it went really bad, so yeah. that movie's now cr- horrible.
1: Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Let's not talk about
0: (laughs) Mr. Bill Cosby. He doesn't deserve it. No. Okay. How are you going to change this movie? So, yeah. Ness has to be more of a a realistic kind of guy. I still like the fact that he tries to do the beginning raid and then... Fails? Fails, but he fails because they've tipped him off, and that's why he he builds his smaller team. Mm -hmm.
1: Um, Well, he doesn't build that on purpose he builds that because
0: he builds it because of malone
1: yeah
0: yeah so i still like that um i think you make this a little bit more i don't know grittier more of a film noir type mm-hmm. grit to it than like actiony like it the the whole mounty scene and all that was just way too like actiony that
1: yeah
0: is very dated like the way they were shooting like Half the guys are shooting at like six feet away and missing. Yeah, well, that's '80s films for you. I know, but then right. the the good guys have like a shotgun and are just like taking everything out. Yeah. Like, okay, whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, and then just, I mean, really update the visuals of it. Mm-hmm. We'll go with that, and then maybe get a little bit more, of, maybe a little bit more of the Capone ness not interactions, but like their back and forth kind of ways instead of it just being Capone like, oh, I'll, you know, I'll get him. He acted a lot like a boxer. He did. Like, you like know, before a match that's yeah. like yeah. puffing himself up like, cool, you can keep that. But I still want the whole like Capone being like, we really do not touch Ness. I'd rather him be like, don't touch Ness because he's a federal agent. Yeah, the rest of them are all open game. They're just cops. Right. you can do that and then it well, when for the wallace wallace he's but technically when, what fbi yeah well you know he's a federal agent as well but, but they he's just don't, an they accountant don't,
1: yeah they, he says i was sent by the bureau yeah which could be could be anything
0: at that right. point but but you could have it too but then you can also have like because this is near the end of capone's kind of right ra- this was brain. the end of it yeah. yeah so you could kind of have some of his officers i guess whatever you want to call him mm-hmm. his higher-ups kind of trying to bring down Capone too and be mm-hmm. like let's kill Wallace to yeah. really set them off. Well the,
1: the thing is too like this must have taken time cuz like when we first see Elliot he's mm-hmm. got a daughter and a wife who's mm-hmm. not pregnant and no. then halfway through the
0: movie they're having a son. Yeah. Right? So yeah, the son. like this
1: must have taken at the very least a
0: year after they put took her out of the home and yeah. put her somewhere like yeah. that that was a question for me, too, because I was like, she's not pregnant at that point.
1: Well, you don't know that. They just don't explain anything. Well, maybe not. But they also didn't give her a name, so they didn't really care too much about her she, story. She was, just, yeah.
0: she was just story fodder? Yeah. So, How are you changing it, by the way?
1: Um, I have similar th- similar things. I kind of want Ness to be more of a... Like, I like the end when it comes to Ness. I like when he throws Nitty off the building. Like, I like that side of it where he's like, okay, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to just shoot him. But then that, then that he says the wrong thing. Yeah. And he throws him off the building. Right? Because, like,
0: did he scream like that? But, like, no, I know. That it shows
1: sense. that he's more human. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, yeah. It's a bad thing. I'm not saying it's not. But, like, I, I would like that more from the character than yeah. the I'm goody a Boy two, Scout, goody two shoes, that's the law type of thing. Yeah. Right?
0: No one has a drink on this yeah. thing. I, I will say this, because we didn't talk about it quickly. I did love the part where Malone shoots the dead guy no. to scare the crap out of the other guy. And the Mountie gets, gets mad at
1: him. She's yeah. like,
0: I don't approve of your methods. Well, you're not from Chicago. Ugh. Neither are you. <laughs> Neither <laughs> of you are. Yeah. Anyways, what else are you changing? How's that? Um,
1: no, I I'd like to. I don't know. I kind of, I kind of would like it to make it a little bit more of a a slow burn type of film as well, hmm. right? Like, I I kind of because this is this is one of those famous cases where they were trying to take down a really bad person for a lot of really bad things, but they caught him on a technicality, right? And I kind of like, they kind of like push that in there a little bit Mm -hmm. and then it becomes a big part of the story once they get the first kind of bookkeeper and they get the ledger um but i I just i like the nuance of the of that kind of investigation and i think it'd be fun to show that more and like the intricacies of putting a man away for income tax evasion even though you know he's murdered a bunch of people
0: i like yeah i like the idea of basically them pushing like no no you gotta get him for murder you gotta get him for this you got like we gotta yeah. we gotta get him for these big things and just to still have wallace be like dude you know if we push this yeah you're going to get him for this yeah and then yeah. but
1: and, and again like as we said like i prefer ness at the end of the movie because yeah he throws Nindy off the roof mm-hmm. he he lies to the judge about him being in the ledger like you could tell like by that by that trial he's lost He's his scruples, yeah. right? And, but well, th- it's
0: how far are you willing to go, right? Yeah,
1: and I, I think it'd be it'd be nice to see that as a little bit more of a gradual progression, mm-hmm. and then obviously from Malone's death, that's when it kind of just goes yeah. overboard for him, right? So, but yeah. I do like this movie. I think it'd be fun to just see it. Not obviously not shot-for-shot shot remake because you don't wouldn't want to do that. But no. um, I just think I like this movie. I think it'd be fun to watch it again and with better actors and a better story and all that stuff Mm -hmm. but like again with Brian De Palma way of filming it like that one scene where they're stalking Malone through his house and it's that kind of one shot from outside the house and it's like this is really well done like (laughs) so yeah I thought
0: that's the only thing I was like why does Malone not just shoot this guy with a knife calls him a damn wop You know what? i take offense to that. Hey,
1: don't.
0: (laughs) I'm Italian.
1: You're not that Italian.
0: I'm also Scottish, so you know what? (laughs) Both sides of there get in trouble. True. Okay. Shall we get into this? Let's do this. Okay, let's talk
1: about Mr. Brian De Palma first. We don't talk about directors that often because they're normally people we don't know. But I know Brian De Palma, and you should know him as well.
0: What? You know him personally? Why is he not on this podcast? (laughs) I don't know him personally. Okay, I know his
1: directors. I know his movies that he's directed. So Brian De Palma is known for Body Double, Dress to Kill, this movie, and a movie you like, Snake Eyes.
0: Nicholas Nicolas Cage. Cage. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna start this by saying I've never actually watched Snake Eyes. What? Yep. Uh, he also did the very first Mission Impossible movie.
1: Um, and he even though I talked about it last week last week with Casino I think no the week I before I think so um, I talked about Scarface not being a good movie but it's not because he directed Scarface Brian de Palma mm-hmm. not because of the direction but like because of the machismo of the story oh, yeah. and stuff like that but yeah yeah but I've just known Brian de Palma as a director for for quite some time um, I remember hearing I that he's he was not known for Scarface by the way <laughs>
0: I feel I like remember, that's a little weird. I
1: remember when Snake Eyes was coming out, and they're like, the director of Scarface is doing Snake Eyes. And I'm like, ooh, that's a downfall for the guy who did
0: Scarface. He also did the original Carrie. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: So. Yeah, this guy is a, was a very famous director back in the 80s and early 90s.
0: He's still yeah. around. Too. No, no,
1: I know. But like, he's kind of, yeah. not like falling out of favor. I, would, I don't want to say that. But he is he's not um, working as much anymore. Yeah. So.
0: Oh, he was also born in 1940, so no, dude no is no. yeah. pushing 80. So.
1: Anyway, okay, shall we start at the bottom of our list?
0: Okay, let's so start we, at the okay, bottom of the actually, list. Actually, before
1: we go to the bottom of the list, we didn't cast her, Ness's wife.
0: I put somebody in, but oh, did that you? Was, so that was before, but it doesn't matter.
1: Okay, go ahead. Who do you want?
0: Oh, I went with Jane Levy. I don't know who that is. You saw the remake of Evil Dead, right? Yeah. She was Mia, the main character. I think so yes okay uh well, i just wanted to talk about more about
1: patricia clarkson who played oh, mm. Ness's wife in this movie um gene levy okay
0: what she has a kind of a classical look to her oh i'm not disagreeing God. with you <laughs> no, this is a good picture no, <laughs> good picture that's why
1: um so this is gonna sound super weird but you know, I've seen this actress many, many times before. She's mm-hmm. she's very, very big a uh, character actress, uh, Patricia Clarkson. But I remember her most fondly as um, Emma Stone's mom in Easy A.
0: Is that with J.K. Simmons? No, with Stanley Tucci. Stanley Tucci? Yeah. Okay.
1: It's her and Stanley Tucci as the as the mom and dad for yeah. her and their and the adopted son who is black.
0: Just, I know what you're going with. <laughs> It, I see it all the time, and yeah. it's funny. Told you, it's because I'm adopted.
1: Who told you? <laughs> <'cause I'm> <laughs> Who told you? <laughs> but no, like I, I Emma Stone did a couple of really really good teen comedies. There's that one and Super Bad. Um, mm-hmm. I will even say the House Bunny is not as bad as people remember it. Um, is she
0: in House Bunny? Yes.
1: Um, but that was like Anna Ferris at her yeah. kind of peak. Peak. Um, I, I think, yeah, and this this actress, you see her all the time and stuff. And it's mm-hmm. kind of nice to see her sometimes. And I was kind of surprised. I didn't know she was in this. Because, um, again,
0: they don't really give his wife a lot of screen time. No. So that's why I gave her. Yeah. Okay. But, again, one of the things, I don't, I don't know when he has a second wife or a third wife, if it's during this time period or not. But you could always do that, yeah. too, have a switched out. Yeah. But he that's, go yeah.
1: through go through an era where he is. How mm-hmm. long did Prohibition last? I guess I should have looked that up. Five years, something like that? It didn't last very long. I don't know. It was a big thing. <sighs> um, okay, well, let's talk about Mr. Billy Drago, um, who unfortunately died in 2019 at the age of 73. Oh, uh, He is the actor who plays Nitty. Uh, he has the face only villains would love.
0: Prohibition in the United States lasted from 1920
1: to 1933. 13 years. Wow. 13 years without
0: a drink. No. (laughs) But we
1: could smoke. And do cocaine. (laughs) And do cocaine in our (laughs) (laughs) Coca-Cola. But no alcohol. (laughs) What the hell is
0: wrong with you guys? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Sorry. It's okay. The actor. Yeah.
1: Yeah. um, Billy Drago played bad guys so many times in his career like if you saw a B movie or an X-Files episode or a cop show like Law and Order or Nash Bridges or something he was probably a bad guy in an episode of that or a murderer of some kind he did a lot of that uh, in his career Um, but you know good for him he was in a lot of stuff (laughs) he was in 110 things in his career
0: like he had work you,
1: you keep working right he is known for this movie, Delta Force 2. With Chuck Norris? Yeah. yeah. It's got a Operation Stranglehold or something like that. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Um, Tremors 4. Nice. <laughs> and the remake of The Hills Have Eyes from 2006. Yeah. So, who did you have as the... Um, as needy? As the henchman in the white outfit.
0: I went with Mr. Tom Ellis. Nice. Dude that plays Lucifer on Lucifer. Because oh. <laughs> he kind of has that evil look to him. He kind of does. And yeah. he's got a bit of an Italian look to him, too. You know, give him some grease-backed hair. Nah, it doesn't really matter. Yeah, But, yeah, he he has that kind of... And, I don't know, He he does have that charisma on the show, but, like, you can do it... Not as that. You just go for the look and kind of this... I don't want to do, like, the stereotypical bad guy, but that's kind of what I'm going with. Like, it's a stereotypical bad guy. Like, you need to be able to look at him and be like, oh, yeah, he's he's the one that's doing all these things.
1: Yeah. Well, you see I him would... at the very beginning, right? He's yeah. the one who leaves the suitcase and blows it's... that little girl up.
0: Yeah. Who I also am... looks super familiar, but I can't find her right. on TV. Yeah. But, like, I would totally... I would totally hold off on showing his face more and just do like the white suit a little bit more.
1: Well, you didn't see it his face at the beginning; like no.
0: it was just the suit.
1: But yeah, that'd be. But like, I would almost that'd hold be a it. good way of making it seem a little more sinister. I would almost hold off until the trial. That would be hard for any actor <laughs> to do. <laughs> 'Cause you wanna see the face. I know. You don't get a lot of actors like Carl Urban who just like, No, Dredd doesn't take his helmet off. <laughs> don't show my
0: face. But right. again, if you're gonna be in the movie, but yeah. like if it's a small enough role that you're just gonna be like, Oh yeah, sure, I'll I'll you know, mm-hmm. have a stunt double do half the crap and I'll just show up for the like but like that's kinda that moment where you wanna be like, Oh, he's talking to the guy in white and then you realize that, oh yeah. this is the guy that just shot malone yeah
1: i i also really do like like this definitely is a brian de palma uh part of the film because this was mm-hmm. like not in the script or anything but you see the two men who went to to rough up the bartender yeah in the hotel leaving as the first time you go see capone yep. like you see them walking out and like that's such a really good like Okay, this is where the bad guys hang out. Yeah. This is what was happening, like without the- telling you. Like you could have easily have been like, have Capone be like, "Yeah, good job blowing up that building. Yeah, we got him. <laughs> yeah, you but, killed a kid. Yeah, but you don't need to damage. Do, you don't need to do that because you showed it, and I know you know a good audience would have recognized it. Yeah. So, yeah. Who's yours, by the way? So I definitely want the face because I picked someone who can do creepy. Mm-hmm. Um, I want this person to be opposing because this is the main villain apart from. Capone, right? Like, true. Capone isn't yep. really like he's seen as the overseer, not the actual guy out there on the ground it's shooting just, people.
0: He seems right. like the. We, you said it as like a boxing. He almost seems like the WWF like manager of somebody, <laughs> right? He's talking up yeah. everything and yeah. just being like,
1: ah, blah blah blah. Yeah. But like this is the this is the cold hearted assassin killer guy yeah. who works for him. You know, you always have these in gangster things, mm-hmm. right? Um, so I picked Bill Sarsgaard. Oh um I think he has this perfect face that is both equally creepy and weird and handsome all at the same time. And I love the fact that he is getting roles doing both of those.
0: How are you both old and young, <laughs> ugly yet beautiful at the same time?
1: Like, he is in a new horror movie called Barbarian, and he is just remarkable in it. I'm not going to say more in case someone wants to go see it. Um, mm-hmm. No, no, but like mm-hmm. the more the less you know about the movie, the better when you go into it. Um, but yeah, he's just phenomenal in it, and I love him as Pennywise. Um, he was so good in that, and I've seen him in like he was in Castle Rock, another TV show that I watched him in, and um, though the show was just terrible he was in that werewolf show by eli roth on netflix uh hemlock grove i think it was called yeah the show was just bad but he was good in it hmm. so i like him hmm. good
0: old mr bill skarsgard you gotta have scars guard every couple uh episodes mm-hmm. yeah can't go wrong with scars guard okay mr al
1: capone oh we're going that far up it's not that far up he was not in a lot of that movie oh, okay Stone, Wallace, malone and Ness are in a lot more of this movie
0: True, Yeah. <laughs> phones just more. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Anyways, you go.
1: So, Robert De Niro, we did talk about him last week. Did we? Was it last week or the week before?
0: No, Boondock Saints was last week. So week Casino before, was.
1: Yeah. Um, so, Raging Bull, Cape Fear, Mean Streets, and Taxi Driver. He's known for those movies. Um, Robert De Niro's just a good actor. I don't like his career right now where he's doing stupid comedies and stuff like that.
0: But you know what? I I, I say this. He has done the bulk of his acting, and was great for it. He's at that age where he doesn't have to care what he does. No, one hundred percent. But don't do shit. True, but at that <laughs> you point, also don't
1: have to do shit.
0: Yeah, but at <laughs> one point you're gonna just be like, "How much you paying me? Okay, I want this, this, and this. Done. I'll be there." Yeah, Bill Murray just. Call the one eight hundred number if you can find it, and he might show up.
1: Yeah, but like, uh, what's the one I'm thinking of?
0: He has done Dirty Grandpa. Yeah,
1: stuff like that. Like,
0: but I think that's also people trying to, yeah, people trying to be relevant yeah, today. Whereas, like, we're just like, but wasn't he in a, The Irishman? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but I mean, that's the thing. Like, I don't know,
1: but like seems like a really weird comparison but like shatner has been able to make a joke out of himself but not degrade himself at the same time
0: but i think that's because he well, let's be honest he probably did degrade himself for a while hmm. and then instead of but i think he degraded himself and failed to admit he was a joke and then took it yeah. and ran with it yeah. and realized as we got as our generation started growing up. Like, yeah, you were a weird captain on this ship. <laughs> we have the next generation, which is awesome. No, but we a much you, better captain. Yeah, but like now it's the bigger thing. Hmm. But yes, I see what you mean with it too, right? Okay. Who's your, so who's your Capone? He's a little older. Oh. But
1: I still absolutely love him as an actor. It's a small part, and I just, I know he can do it, and I picked Viggo Mortensen. Okay. So, like, I know he can do the accent. I know he can do the the acting. It's just, I don't know why, when I was watching the movie, all I really could see was him. Uh, <laughs> um, and I try to cast other people. And I'm like, no, it's not as good. And, like, stuff like that. So,
0: um,
1: like, the other person that would be really good would be Tom Hardy. But he's already played Capone. Yeah. And I can't do that. <laughs> played so, Capone. Um, yeah. So, yeah. I know it's weird, but... Well, I'm bl- he's like I went a little weird in on his this one. In 70s at this point, but... Oh, Yeah. He is um, now the same age as Ian McKellen was in so, Lord of the Rings. So he's going to be the... <laughs> he's the new the, Gandalf.
0: The new Gandalf? <laughs> he's going to play a young, young Gandalf? <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Or a young Saruman? I don't know. Did, during the pandemic, um, uh, what's his name? The guy who plays Olaf in Frozen. Oh,
0: yeah, I know. He um, had
1: that big... Uh, Lord of the Rings reunion on his Zoom podcast thing where it was all of them he actually managed to get every one of them back and I know this is a 100% my family type of thing but Viggo Mortensen Danish and Mm -hmm. I'm Danish and seeing him on that Zoom call he looks like so many of my relatives because he looks like so much like like, you are an old Danish man now
0: (laughs) Danish
1: Like, it's just one of those things where you look at it and be like, oh, yeah, that guy is 100% Danish.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, didn't he wear a Montreal Canadiens jersey under his uniform? He, or was, is, um, he was a hockey fan, yeah. He's a yeah, Under his camp. Aragon outfit. And he used to hike in it, too. Mm-hmm. Or was that Sean Bean?
1: Sean Bean. Because he didn't he like. He hated helicopters. He wouldn't go
0: in a helicopter, yeah, so he, he hiked. The,
1: the, the scene where they they um shot in the mountains in the yeah. snow. He bared it up there, mm-hmm. but he was like, I'm not going back. He hiked back. He mm-hmm. hiked
0: down the mountain to get
1: him, to get back. Like, in his full Boromir gear. Could
0: you just imagine though that <laughs> like probably the assistant director or somebody would have been like, He can't go alone. You have to go with him. <laughs> you're no. in hiking boots. But no, the 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 thing that I would find it more funny is he's going
1: down a hiking trail and someone's coming up and we're like the hell was that? <laughs> is that Sean Bean?
0: <laughs> nah, he, it can't be Sean why Bean. Why is he
1: dressed like a medieval knight?
0: <laughs> is he LARPing out here? <laughs> do, do people LARP? Okay, I guess I'm up still. You are up there. Okay, so. Who's your Al Capone? A little weird. But I don't know if Colin Farrell. No. Nope. Because that's, of Oswald. Yeah, that's from the a Batman. great cast. Yeah. Because. He, he, You don't know it's Colin Farrell when no, you see that movie. No, it's so well done. Yeah, the makeup on that is so well and done. And so I figured, like... And that's basically... Oswald, in some ways, is basically a Capone yeah. style. So I figured he could probably pull it off. And so I was like... Yeah, I didn't have a lot of choices on Capone. Because it's hard because he's been done so many times. And people have... Yeah. Like, Tom Hardy's done him. And, like, all these people have been Capone. Yeah. So... Yeah, I was like, Colin Farrell could tra- probably pull this off. So That's Ooh, who I went with. I have played Al Capone. He's no Vigo, but... <laughs> Danish! Old Danish Dan- man! Old Danish man! <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, who's next?
1: Okay, who, next would be um, Stone.
0: George Stone. George Giuseppe. Stone.
1: Giuseppe. Giuseppe. Nine actors who played the original Scaffy. Yeah, Edward G. Robinson mm-hmm. in Little Caesar, back in the 20s. Paul Muni in Scarface, the original, 1932. Yep. Uh, da, 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 Rod Stinger in Al Capone, 1959. Neville Brand in The Untouchables, 1959 to 1963. And The George Raft Story, 1961. Mm-hmm. Um... Jason Robarts in the St. Valentine's Day Massacre, mm-hmm. 1967. Benny, or sorry, Ben Grazaria in the Capone. The Capone. Oh, sorry, just in Capone, my apologies. Capone. 1975, uh, Robert De Niro, Untouchables. Yep. Yep. Stephen Graham in Broadwalk, Boardwalk Empire. Yep. I didn't even know that dealt with Capone.
0: Huh.
1: And Tom Hardy huh. in 2020. Good yeah. for you,
0: Tom. Hey, do yeah. we want to talk about Andy Garcia? Andy Garcia?
1: sure, what is Andy Garcia known for?
0: Ocean's Eleven correct um, no, that's Al Pacino, I was about to be like the devil's advocate, and like no, that's Al Pacino mm-hmm. um, <sighs> he is known for an Al Pacino movie though it's not Scarface no um, oh, why can I not think of it he's also known for another Ocean's movie Oh, is he known for like Oceans Thirteen?
1: No, he's known for Oceans Twelve. <laughs> Damn it!
0: <laughs> There's only so many Oceans movies. There's four, mm. and he wasn't There's in 3. 3. one. <laughs> Three point one. Three point one. Let's not let's not kid
1: okay. ourselves. So he's known for Oceans Eleven and Twelve. <laughs> he's right. known for The Lost City, which I don't know about, and Godfather Part Three.
0: The Lost City with um... no. No, not the new one that came out. No, this is two thousand and five. No. Okay.
1: And, yeah, and
0: Godfather Part 3.
1: Godfather Part 3. The bad Godfather.
0: Not the bad one. <laughs> That's not good. Yeah. Um.
1: Apparently he's in the Expendables 4 as a CIA agent.
0: Not surprised everyone's in an Expendables movie. Mm-hmm. So. Goddamn Chuck Norris came back for one. Yeah. Good old Chuck Norris. I'm up. <sighs> yep, you're up. Mr. George Stone. So this is the young kid coming out. It gets basically goes from police cadet to <laughs> federal agent.
1: But then goes right back to being a beat cop. Which is so weird.
0: <laughs> um, so anyways, I went for a young kid because I figured you want to have this younger person. So yeah. I went with Nick Robinson. Okay. Do you know who that is? No. He was the older brother, played Zack, in Jurassic World. Okay. So he's older now, of course, because Jurassic World's like six years old. Yeah. God, how old is? She? I'm not going to look it up, but I'm going to look it up. Don't him. make
1: yourself feel bad.
0: Um, <laughs> well, I don't want to I don't want to look myself. Don't look myself up. Don't look myself up. <laughs> I don't look myself up. I don't Feel bad. Um, but yeah, he's got this young younger man look to him. He's not as old as he was, but a younger man look. <laughs> um, then yeah. you know, like 2015. Oh my god. See? Don't make yourself 7 t- years old. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, yeah. Just yeah, in three years, that'll be, that'll be qualified for our <laughs> status. True. <laughs> oh, God. Anyways, so yeah, a younger actor. This role, I mean, it's hard. Like, I don't want somebody that's going to be, and trying to find that, like, young guy actor, mm-hmm. it's getting a little difficult sometimes. Yeah. Because there's only so many times you can be like, Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> Timote. Timotei Chalamet. Uh, Timotei Chalamet. Right. Anyway, so yeah. That was my stone.
1: Cool. Who's yours? Um, I picked uh, same reasons, but I picked Noah Centineo. Mm. Um, you'll probably most know him for, well, coming up in Black Adam as Adam Smasher. I believe that's the card character he's playing in that. But he was also in the Charlie's Angels remake um, from a couple of years ago. He's in a bunch of those Netflix romance films. Um, stuff like that, but he is a younger Italian actor. Um, he's a little big because obviously Andy Garcia is not large. No, but um, I don't know what that character's height was supposed to be. So whatever. But like he's no, got whatever. that youthful exuberance when you see him and stuff and things like that. So, no. and as I said before, that movie had no right. The Charles Angels remake had no right being as good as it was. Action was pretty shit, but like that's. You know, if yeah. you don't give your people time to properly do action, that's going to look like shit nowadays. Because yeah. movies like John Wick and Mission Impossible are out there. Yeah. We should know how to do it properly. <laughs> so, yeah. So, yeah. No one sent a Okay.
0: Yeah. Good job. Okay. You win. Thank you. <laughs> Charles Martin Smith. Mr. Oscar Wallace.
1: Yes. Known for this movie, American Graffiti. Never Cry Wolf, and Dolphin tail. I told you because I don't think you would have guessed any of those. Nope. So, yeah. I don't... Like, I know I recognize this dude, but I could not have picked him out in a lineup if you'd asked me to.
0: I don't think so. I recognized him at anything. But that's the thing. Like, I always feel like it's one of those ones where you're just like, Oh, hey, this is the guy... So they got to do this job.
1: Mm-hmm. I guess it's my go, isn't it?
0: Yep, you're up. Mm. So I'll see if I can figure out. I think
1: somebody who I thought could be bookish, um, but also, when push came to shove, could do that action scene that they had him do I thought, the shotgun? On the, on, with the shotgun and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I picked Elliot Page. Okay, because he is like like in Umbrella, Umbrella Academy season three. Like, the last one. The last one. He did such a good job kind of trying to bring everyone together and stuff like that. And that's kind of what this character did. Right? He was like, no, we need to do this this way because this is the way we can actually get him. Right? And, like, he was the de facto leader in that season.
0: Right? I still love the, the scene. I think it's season two of him driving one way and five coming the other <laughs> way and then <laughs> passing.
1: Because they hadn't seen each other, yeah. right? That was the first time they saw each other. It's like
0: the, the giant meme of it yeah. now, where it's just like,
1: yeah. <laughs> what?
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh,
1: yeah, I, I think he is he's a really, really good and talented actor. I really just, I want to see him in
0: more things. Like, yeah. So. Hmm? Anyway, who did you have? I, you know, I, I stuck on this whole Batman thing. I went with Paul Dano. Because he is yeah. that, like... So you have the
1: Penguin and the Riddler.
0: Yep. Oh, just wait. It gets worse. <laughs> Do, Do you
1: have the Batman in there somewhere?
0: <laughs> no. Um, but he, n- not for the Riddler. I mean, he did a good job, but you don't see his face. But he is got that. I, I'm Dano's, trying to be mead. Paul Dano is a good actor. He's a good actor, but he's got that accountant look to him. 100%. But he can also do kind of action-y things. No
1: no matter what people will say about Paul Dano, because he does a lot of indie movies and stuff like that, the fact that that man, in a movie, stood up next to Daniel Day-Lewis in his best role and actually did well Mm -hmm. is a testament to how good that man is an actor. Yeah. Because, like, we all love Leonardo DiCaprio. Let's face it. He's a great actor. He has become very, very good. Mm -hmm. Watching... Um, I just forgot the name of the movie. Which one? Um, him and Daniel Day Lewis. Oh, Gangs boy- of New York. Gangs of New York. Watching that movie is painful because he is so bad standing next to Daniel Day Lewis <laughs> with that shitty accent and like it's just rough, mm-hmm. right? Because Daniel Day Lewis is probably the best actor we've
0: ever seen on screen. Uh, well, he is such. <laughs> he is such a method. Yeah. To the but point that's, where that's, there's something wrong there, Daniel but that's Day-Lewis. Why he, that's
1: why he hasn't done that many movies. I know
0: so. he he retired, but then he came back because yeah. yeah guess, but then he's retired again. Yeah. So he went off to do something. T- he makes uh, handmade shoes. Oh, yeah. Okay, there you go. He's a cobbler. Well, he also built his own cabin out of period for the Accurate cru- the Crucible. Yeah. The Crucible. A
1: Crucible, or yeah, yeah. And then and Abraham then Lincoln, him. he was just. In Last of the Mohicans, he actually lived in the woods for, like, two months. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's, an, he's an asshole when it comes to stuff like that, too. Because, like, from my left foot, he actually acted mm-hmm. like he had palsy and wouldn't get out of his wheelchair and had people spoon feed him and stuff like that. So Yeah. Like, he ended up bruising ribs and stuff because he wouldn't move properly. It's just like, okay. Too,
0: too much. Too much. Too much. <laughs> too much. Not a good movie. Yeah.
1: No, no. Not really. <laughs> anyway. Well, Okay.
0: Doesn't Paul Dano? Doesn't great love. actor. We love yes. Paul Dano.
1: Yes. Okay.
0: Jim Malone, Sean. Oh, do we got to talk about Sean again? We don't talk about him that often. Um, Highlander, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Um, I feel like we've talked about him. The Rock. The Rock. The Rock. The Rock. The Rock. Um, yeah. Is that it? Is that all the ones we've done with Sean? Dragonheart. Oh, Dragonheart. Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, he was. We've done quite
1: a few, actually. Uh, God, and I'd love to do a few more. Like, I absolutely love the Hunt for Red October. Um, what
0: I do, I think it's a good movie. No, but uh, it's—is it Craig Ferguson? Who's the? It <laughs> the one that does a joke about basically it's Sean Connery playing a Russian but playing a Scottish, and you're like, "I'm Sean Connery, you no, know."
1: It, the same thing is where he talks about the movie Rising Sun, that's where he so speaks Japanese. Japanese.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm Sean Connery. You know what it is.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Okay. What is Mr. Sean Connery known for?
0: Bond. Which one? Or which two? To Russia with love? Hint, hint.
1: <laughs> no. Weirdly enough. Because that's his best. Uh, Dr. No, because it's the first. Mm. And then, for some stupid reason, Thunderball, even though it's the most boring one. Yeah. So, and then he's also known for this and um, The Rock. Yeah. Though, the more and more we do this, the more and more I think this known for is tailored to what I look for in IMDb.
0: <laughs> Let's see if my <laughs> IMDb says anything different about Sean Connery. So. Sean Connery. So, he is known for. No, no, The Untouchables, Dr. No, The Rock, and Thunderbolt. Okay the last thing he did was in 2012.
1: Yeah. Sir Billy.
0: I don't know. He's, man, he's got a, it's kind of interesting career. Oh yeah, this is the second movie he's been with Kevin Costner.
1: What was the other one?
0: Unlike other Robin Hoods, I can speak with with a British British accent. accent. Yes. Yes. Come Uh, on. Uh, Highlander. I love Highlander. I know what you do. You're so weird. He was in Time Bandits. I've never seen Time Bandits. I should watch it. We should do that. i wanted
1: to do Time Bandits for a while.
0: Yeah, we should. So, Oh, Sean.
1: So, who's my go or your go? Uh,
0: your go. i had Paul Dano. So, speaking of and,
1: and speaking mm, of on. Irish, hold on. Are you doing Christian Bale?
0: I'm not telling you. You got to (laughs) guess. Are you
1: doing a Batman?
0: No. Okay. Um,
1: So Irish, Batman, adjacent,
0: uh, Liam Neeson. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) You got to get the man that trained Batman. (laughs) Come on. This was my only, this was my first choice right off the bat. I was like, he's, he is Irish. Is, Yes. Yes. I was like, holy shit, is he Welsh for a second there? He's Irish. He's Irish. Um,
1: There's a, he did a movie with Pierce Brosnan called Seraphim Falls, where they were both cowboys in America. So mm-hmm. they had American accents. But they did press together, and they're both Irish. And, oh my God, the two of them together laughing and doing interviews together, you could not understand them half the time. Because <laughs> they, like, reverted back to, like, primal
0: Irish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it was very funny. Yeah. But yeah, not a minute, no. 100%, right. But 100 like, you're gonna have an old Irish beat cop, Liam Neeson.
1: Liam Neeson.
0: Neeson. I was gonna say I always want to say Nelson for some reason. Liam Nelson. Liam Neeson. Like Liam Neesons. Neesons. No, who would you have? Let's make fun of who you have. No, no, I'm not making fun of him. That's from Keane Peel.
1: Oh. <laughs> The two bellboys who, like, freak out about Liam Neeson's. Yeah. <laughs> Liam Neeson's? <laughs> I love those two. <laughs> They're great. So, I didn't go for Irish. I went for another reason why a cop in the 1940s, or 30s, I guess, mm-hmm. um, wouldn't be promoted. Hmm. And I went with Denzel Washington. Um, mostly because the, the thing in the church where he's telling him, yeah. uh, and, like, This just works better with somebody who has the gravitas that Denzel does. Um, Not that Sean doesn't, but it's just because it's so funny coming from a Scottish accent playing an Irishman about Chicago. (laughs) Like, but I I had a couple of people in mind for this, but when I was looking for people of that age, because I wanted somebody who was older looking, Mm -hmm. like Connery is. Yeah. Because, like, let's face it, Connery has looked old since Bond. Right. Maybe not Dr. No, because that was quite early in his career, but like right after that, like yeah. he started looking his age. Um, especially with the balding thing. Um, no offense.
0: Yeah. Whatever. It, you know. Um I aged majestically.
1: Yes. But yeah, Den- Denzel just has that way of delivering super serious, like um, important dialogue that you can't you get from other actors but he just does it so well like the the speech from at the end of training day comes to mind and stuff Mm -hmm. like that and um yeah so
0: come on idris alba and pacific rim yeah greatest greatest speech ever 100 percent. bill pullman bill pullman
1: and independence day
0: (laughs) what are some (laughs) motivating speeches Mm -hmm. that's two (laughs) well that's some at least
1: (laughs) yeah anyway Okay, next up, Mr. Elliot Ness. Elliot Ness. Kevin Costner. Tim Costner.
0: God, I hope not. Oh, thank God. <laughs> were, you, were you worried that Tim Cop was going to come? That Kopp? was such a
1: bad movie. I am a huge Kevin Costner fan. That is a bad movie. He is known for a movie we have already talked about. You just talked about it.
0: Oh, Robin Hood? Yes. How is he
1: known for that? He is known for a movie that we have done of his already. We've only done one of his movies so far. Tin Cop. Oh, sorry. Two of his movies.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I was like, did we not? I forgot about Tin Cop. Cop. (laughs) I already forgot about Tin Cop. It was a Western, wasn't it?
1: No. No? Bodyguard. Oh, shit. Yeah, we did. Oh, shit. Did did we do Silverado?
0: Yeah, we did Silverado. Okay, we did another (laughs) one. That's where I was going. I was like. (laughs) He's not known
1: for that. He's known for one other Western. Um, Dances of the Wolves mm-hmm. which has become way more problematic mm-hmm. um, <laughs> and a very bad movie from 1997 The Postman oh it's not known for Waterworld no I will never understand the hate for Waterworld it's I, not a great movie I do not remember don't it, get so. me wrong it's not a great film mm-hmm. but it is not as bad as The Postman and The Postman cost more. Like, mm-hmm. if you wanted to go for movies that tanked bad, everyone forgets about the postman
0: <laughs> because nobody wants a movie about a postman. Well, it was
1: also the movie that came right after Waterworld. Uh, like it was like
0: this was his decline. In yeah,
1: so and he is great in Yellowstone, Miranda. and I will one hundred percent always stand up for his um, Mr. Brooks. Where he plays 100% against character and plays a psychopath murderer, and it is so well done. Hmm. Yeah, because let's face it, this man always plays roles like this. Yeah, right. Even in Yellowstone, he's not a good guy. He's definitely a bad person, but he's doing it for the right reasons, right, most of the time. So, hmm. yeah. Okay, it's my go, I guess. You're up. Um, so I wanted to pick someone who could embody that goody two shoes. Look, but then act the opposite when I wanted him to. Like, um, I picked Aaron Taylor-Johnson. Ooh. Um, he's been doing really, really well uh, recently. Like, I know we liked him in Kick-Ass and stuff like that, and that was kind of like <laughs> how he got on our, our radar, and everyone makes fun of him for Quicksilver, because the other Quicksilver was obviously better. Um, but him and Tenant was oh, yeah. so good and he was so good in Tenant and um, I still haven't seen it but I really wanted to see him in Bullet Train like yeah he just has he has this charisma about him nowadays that I am enjoying and I'd like to see him in more things so Aaron Taylor Johnson nice. what do you have I went for somebody that looks is it, a, is it another Batman person
0: <laughs> it's who it's <laughs> shit it is isn't it no it's somebody <laughs> it's Michael Keaton No. <laughs> yep. It's somebody that technically his character should be known as Batman. Okay. I don't understand what that means. You will when I say, it's Charlie Cox. Oh. Daredevil yeah. should have been known as Batman. <laughs> Let's be honest. He uses echolocation. Yeah,
1: okay, okay.
0: <laughs> yeah. I think that was a college humor skit. Yeah, something like that. Where It's like, wait, you have no powers as a bat? But you can't hear anything, but you just jump off buildings and stuff, you should be Daredevil. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, Charlie Cox can 100% play the innocent look, but we know he can also do the down and gritty. Yeah,
1: because we've seen it. Yes, we've yeah. seen
0: it. So. so, and I think having that kind of like, I'm the new guy, I'm going to really get him. And then, like, as as you said, it's kind of got to, you got to grind him down as you go, and he's got to get just. More of an asshole. Yeah, it's further it's down. not a
1: it's not a great comparison because obviously he's not going insane, but mm-hmm. like it's gonna be it's gotta kind of be like Jack Nicholson in The Shining, yeah, where it is a slow decline to him losing his
0: values, yeah, or right? him just yeah forfeiting what yeah. it what it was when he started. like I'm, it's one of those things like the, you you the, get into the, a job the first thing you're like I'm gonna be great at yeah. this I'm gonna follow everything to the T the, the righteous anger and the yeah. righteous fist of the law. Fails
1: and he hmm. has to do it the Chicago way yeah. to get this guy. So,
0: yeah, which is tax evasion. <laughs> the Chicago way. I feel like that's not the Chicago way. <laughs> Chicago way. Chicago <laughs> way. We get him on the money because we have that none kind of anymore. Chicago way.
1: because
0: yeah. <laughs> we don't have any more of it. Um, but yeah, and Charlie Cox is great. And oh yeah, I I, I do want to see him in more things. He hasn't shown up in a lot.
1: Oh, Freaking she-hulk already! You know that. Just, that's, just you, show up. You know, know gonna that's gonna be gonna be la- the very last scene, it's seven it's or gonna eight. Be, it's <laughs> going to be
0: the first episode where you actually get to see her in her superhero costume as well. I'm uh, <sighs> see. I've been thinking on that. I'm like, I wonder what they're going with. I don't know. Okay, <laughs> well, we'll we'll talk about it outside yeah. the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but that's us. That's, that's, that's gangsters. That's September. That's American gangsters.
1: About. American gangsters. We should do uh, British gangster films at some point. Sure. Do Lockstock and Layer Cake. Train Spotting. Yeah, I the, don't even know if that's a gangster movie. It's, it's not. Just, it's just a drug movie. Yeah. yeah, but it's got Johnny Lee Miller, and you yeah. Gregor in
0: it. So well, didn't they do Transcendental? And Robert too. Carlyle. Jesus, there's a lot of people in that movie. Yeah. <laughs> do the Full Monty too, that's you know a gangster cool. mo- <laughs> gangster movie. Robert Carlyle. I remember watching the Full Monty with my parents. I've never seen and it.
1: Not understanding it until how, it, not understanding what was happening until about halfway through, <laughs> and being like, I shouldn't. And remember thinking. It's the first movie I remember thinking, I should not be watching this with my parents. Like not that this is, like noodly or anything no. in it. It's it's all implied and it's <laughs> all just played as a joke, but like yeah. I'm like, I should not be watching this with my parents. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh. Very funny though. Yeah. So So yeah, that's September. That's our American gangster movies. Um mm-hmm. come back for our October movie theme. October movie. Which movies. will um we're we're far going spooky this year. We for have a
0: theme that is in line with the spookiness. For a Halloween
1: theme, um, where we talk about the thing that are witches, good old witches. The thing
0: that are witches. That are witches.
1: Yeah, shut up. I can't talk sometimes. Maybe I'm drunk.
0: <laughs> oh, please, please don't be. But okay. <laughs> yes. I don't have to drive home. We're moving. We're moving on to witches.
1: <laughs> yeah. So the next the month witches. will be movies about witches. witches. We'll be doing five movies for the month of October. What? Um, none of which. witches. None of which. Witch. None of which are spooky. Eh? None Except of which maybe,
0: are spooky. <laughs>
1: I'm gonna keep going. By the <laughs> Except way. for maybe the first one, um, might be a little spooky, but other not than, really. But yeah, whatever. Other than that, because um, like as we look through them, a lot of the uh, spooky witch movies which which one does spooky <laughs> the which movies that are spooky um have all been remade recently uh or they're they're very recent uh, hmm. so it's kind of hard to since we have our our 10
0: year limit on stuff like that so it's better to go back which but halloween doesn't have to always be spooky you mm-hmm. know it's family friendly yeah. first one's not really family friendly but you know whatever and
1: we'll we'll talk about Good witch movies that you should see yep. On our first episode of Witch witch Which witch are we doing <laughs> Which witch next week <laughs> <laughs>
0: It's not even an H in that cool one whip. Cool whip Oh god this is going to get bad <laughs> uh, Alright where,
1: well, where can they find you Chris You
0: can find me on Etsy uh, Which website com- can they find you which on Which <laughs> website is Etsy The Canuck Comic Guy store um, Instagram under the same title but meh, I rarely post on there that's that's you know (laughs) promoting my shit yeah Um, and
1: you can find us right here on the podcast channels all podcasts want to talk to us please do we're here we do this every week for fun for shits and goggles and witches (laughs) and witches
0: So. so yeah well then from all of us here at recasted go watch the witches of eastwick